Welcome to the Places Where We Go podcast. Hello, I'm Julie. And I'm Art. Join us as we share our travel stories. We'll tell you about where we've been, what we saw, and what we did. We're always looking for a bit of an adventure. Sometimes we travel far. Sometimes we explore the places close to our home. Wherever we go, we'll let you know about the highlights and top tips to help you plan your future adventures. This is the Places Where We Go podcast. Welcome to the Places Where We Go podcast, where today we're going to share 10 tips to help you with your future car rental experiences when traveling. For many travelers, especially when flying to a new destination, One of the first things we do is head over to the car rental counter. Today, we'll cover topics such as getting discounts on rentals, comparing rates, financial considerations, and more. So stay with us, and hopefully you'll hear some valuable information to help improve your future car rental experiences. And if you've been stuck at home for far too long, maybe a good road trip getaway might be just what you need to spark your sense of adventure. So let's get started. All right. You mentioned financial tips, so we're going to start there. When you're renting a car, start your planning with at least two months before your trip to get a good comparison of what is out there before you get started. You can head to an online site such as Expedia or Kayak.com and you can get a rough idea of the rental costs of a car. These website aggregators compile search results from various car rental companies in a single place, so you can find the best available price and the one that you need to beat. Remember also to check your car rental company site directly to see if they match or beat the price you found on the aggregator sites. And... Along with the typical popular travel websites, see if you can improve the rate using the website Auto Slash. One word. You can book directly through them or even put in your existing reservation code. And Auto Slash will track your booking for potentially cheaper rates and notify you if you can get a better deal. Tip number two, hold charges and excess charge fees. When booking early, as many people do, you can expect to have a hold placed on your credit card for the rental period. And the hold charge can be anywhere from several hundred to even over a thousand dollars in certain countries. This is often going to be listed as an excess charge in the reservation details and is something that's easily overlooked. So if you're aware about this, This can help you avoid unexpected shock and finding yourself getting over your credit card limit. Now, rental car companies usually add these charges and these holds for times when customers exceed the time or mileage agreed upon in the rental contract. They can also arise if customers cause any damage to vehicles or fail to return them in the same condition when they pick them up. Additionally, some companies might charge an administrative fee for handling traffic violations, cleaning the car, refueling, and other services. Excess charge fees vary greatly depending on the company and depending on the location. So 
it's really important to read through the rental agreements carefully before signing anything because there's sometimes little bugaboos like this in the fine print. Tip number three, the prepay gas option. One of the decisions you'll need to make is whether or not to accept a prepaid fuel option. Rental car companies offer prepay fuel options and allow you to pay for a full tank of gas up front at the same time of your rental. Prepaid fuel can be convenient if you don't want to worry about refueling the car before returning it, or if you're likely to bring it back with close to just fumes left in the tank. And there are some important things to consider before making that decision. If you choose the prepay option, you will know how much you're paying for gas. This might be a rate comparable to local pump prices, or it might be considerably more. And if you don't use all the gas in the tank when returning the car, there's no refund for what is left over. If you bring it back with only a quarter tank, or if you bring it back 90% full, you won't get any money back from the rental company. So we see this as more of a convenience option that will likely cost you more than if you fill up the tank yourself. Overall, prepay options can be convenient, but they aren't always the best deal financially. If you don't use all the gas in the car, you will pay more than you need. We say, and we do when we do rent cars, plan to fill up your tank before returning your car back to the rental company. Give yourself time on your itinerary before returning the car to get to a gas station. And having an app like Gas Buddy on your phone can help you find the cheapest fuel closest to the rental car return lot. Moving on to tip number four. This one is about avoiding airport surcharges. Renting a car can come with several unexpected fees. Airport surcharges are one of the most common hidden charges that rental car companies are going to try to sneak in. Airport locations often charge a premium for the convenience of being able to get your rental car upon your arrival at the airport. Fortunately, there are several ways that you can avoid these fees and save money on your next car rental. You'll want to see if the extra cost of a car rental at the airport versus a nearby location is worth it to you. First, consider renting from an off-site location instead of at the airport. Many rental car companies offer lower rates at their nearby locations, the ones off-site from the airport, so you could save money by avoiding the airport altogether. This is a tactic that we've used on some of our travels when we went to Seattle. We ended up shuttling somewhere away from the airport to the somewhere in, in town because we did find a, a much better rate for a trip where we were going to be there for close to, a, I don't know, five days or so. Nerd Wallet that website has found that weekly car rentals for downtown locations on average are $126 cheaper than at airport locations. So they say that you'll spend on average about 26% more if you get your car at the airport location versus if you go off site to a nearby downtown rental location. That price difference is usually due to fees charged by the airport to the car rental company which they then pass on to you and I to cover services like an airport-provided shuttle, cleaning, security, and sometimes just the right to do business at the airport location. 
if you can get an Uber or taxi for less than the cost of the airport surcharge, consider getting a ride into the city and get your car rental away from the airport. All right, the next tip is about timing. Does booking early save money? Actually, no. A recent industry report by NerdWallet shows that people generally pay more when booking three months in advance versus booking one week before travel. At dollar car rentals, the cost savings for booking early versus procrastinating was minimal. But it was, on average, nearly 40% more expensive to book 91 days in advance from Enterprise. And I found that one kind of surprising. That's yeah, I didn't realize that. Because yeah. other parts of travel, for example, like getting an airline ticket, that doesn't work that way. If you get an airline ticket a couple of days before your flight, you're usually not going to pay 40% less. It's quite the opposite. Now we're going to move into rental strategies. Tip number six, book your car as part of a travel package. If you include your car rental at the same time that you're making your flight and hotel reservation through a site like Expedia, you can get surprised with how much you can save when you bundle everything together. And this is something that we've done many times, and I'm always surprised when I bundle everything, including the rental car, how much money is saved in the process. So if you're not bundling, do take a look at that because you can end up saving quite a bit of money. All right, the next strategy, number seven. What if you need a one-way rental? Just know that a one-way rental generally costs more money. You can avoid a one-way rental charge if you can return the car to the same location where you picked it up. If it is avoidable, see if you can structure your itinerary to bring the car back to the original location. And I hear some of these one-way fees are pretty high. Yeah. An example of this, I think about when we went to Montana, we flew into Kalispell. You know, the main thing that we wanted to see was Glacier National Park. After we were done with that visit, we had a few other things that we wanted to see. And we could have left our car at a different city and flew out of a different place. But the price just for leaving the car someplace else was so much more. We decided that we're, we were going to do this big loop around Montana, finally come back to Kalispell. And there's two benefits that I see with that. So one, Julie, like as you said, you know, you don't pay the extra money for dropping your car off at a different location. The other benefit was because we did that, we were able to see more of the state. So I think we only had to add maybe three hours of driving time. And for an itinerary that was, what was that trip? Maybe 10 days or something like yeah, that. Something. Yeah. yeah, I mean, three hours in, in the big scheme of things, not a, not a whole big chunk of time. Mm -hmm. But it was kind of nice to see more of the state that we otherwise wouldn't have gotten to see if we just took the easy way out and left from Missoula instead of Kalispell. No, well worth it. Yeah. I thought it was well worth it. Moving on to tip eight. What about roadside assistance, you might ask? So this is something you want to think about when renting a car. Many rental car companies offer some form of roadside assistance, but the coverage and cost can vary greatly. And this is something that they're going to offer you. And if you take them up on it, you're going to have to pay for it. Some typical features of roadside assistance include coverage for tire changes, jump starts, lockout service, fuel delivery, towing services, 
things that you'd probably like to avoid the headache when you're in a new place on vacation. And additionally, many rental car companies will provide emergency medical assistance in the event of an accident or injury. Now, this is a topic where your credit card company might provide coverage if you experience some of those things, like if you need a flat tire or you need a locksmith. So check if your credit card offers that type of coverage. Chase Sapphire Credit Cards, which is the travel card we use, is an example of a travel-centric card that does offer roadside assistance, including limited towing, tire changing, jump-starting a battery, lockout service, and fuel delivery. They do have specific exclusions, including what they cover and geographic restrictions, but they do provide a roadside assistance package. And most importantly, if you think you might use such services, you want to make sure that you have the phone number of your credit card's travel coverage. So if you do need to give them a ring for help on that flat tire, you know who to call. So I would suggest adding that information when you compile your itinerary. Okay, tip number nine. What about the add-ons? Certain accessories from the car rental company will result in an extra charge. These type of add-ons include the GPS units, the child and infant car seats, and satellite radio. When possible, we suggest either doing without, for example, the satellite radio, or bringing your own accessories, as in the case of an infant seat or a GPS unit. For us, we use GPS, but we use our phones. Our phone has a app that we use called Waze, and it works very well when we're traveling. And if you're using a phone-based system in the car, GPS system, make sure that you bring a cable so you can keep your device powered in the rental car. You can also download offline maps in Google Maps for the places that you visit. And that way, you can access turn-by-turn -turn directions even when you don't have Wi-Fi or a cell signal. Another benefit of bringing your GPS when renting a car is that it will be more familiar to you than a rental unit. You will already know how to operate the device and you won't have to spend time learning how to use this new system. And if you have littles, bringing your own infant or car seat could save you money. Car rental companies will charge an extra fee for these also. So you will want to weigh the cost difference between what the airline charges you to have a car seat on the airplane if you're traveling by plane versus the cost of just using a child seat provided by the rental car company. Also, if you bring your own seat, you can avoid the surprise of learning the car rental company doesn't have an appropriate seat available for you when you arrive. And I have actually read many stories about that exact same thing happening to many families when they're renting a car. You don't want that to happen to you if you have a little baby? No, because nope. they only have so many car seats available. Yeah. They have to only, you know, it has to be by law. Yeah. And by weight and you know, the age of child. I'd also think if you have an infant, you'd probably be more comfortable having your kid in his or her own chair versus a chair that who knows how many other babies have sat in and yeah. who knows it, how the car companies clean them. And Yeah. yeah. It, it depends. It depends yeah. on where you're going, how you're getting there. Yeah. So there's a lot of factors in that. Yep. 
all of these types of additions, the satellite radio, the GPS, the infant seats, and whatever else the company has to offer costs more money and can add up to hundreds of dollars depending on the length time of your rental. And moving on to tip 10, this is about what you do when you pay for your rental car. So check if your credit card offers extra points for travel-related expenditures such as car rentals. And if so, you can add points towards a future travel adventure using your most advantageous credit card. Now we, not that long ago, had acquired the Chase Sapphire credit card and I'm partly kicking myself, I guess, in terms of like how long we waited to get this. Cause I think about, you know, the traditional card that we've always had. And while that one accumulated points, it was basically a point per dollar that we spend no matter what. Whereas on the chase card, cause it's very travel specific, there's travel related categories that you can either acquire double the points or even in some cases, triple the points. So you're earning points for future travel a lot quicker with a card like that. And when you pay for your rental car with that card versus some other card. And if you like to travel, that could be a strategy that works out for you in the long run. All right, there's the 10 tips, but we got more for you. How about some fun facts? We even have fun facts about rental cars, believe it or not. That's right. So here we go. The first one, recent car rental rates in Los Angeles, as reported by bankrate.com, for an economy car range from as low as $30 using Turo to as high as $114 with Avis. And that's a huge difference. So it does pay to shop. Looking at where is it in the United States that is the cheapest place to rent a car when we're looking at the major metro areas? The three cheapest areas are number one, Charlotte, North Carolina. Number two, Orlando, Florida. And number three, Dallas-Fort Worth. And the most expensive is Seattle-Tacoma Airport and Chicago O'Hare Airport. Yeah, and just to give you a, a sense of what the price difference is between the cheapest, which is Charlotte, and the most expensive on our list, Chicago O'Hare, $490 in Charlotte versus 743 at Chicago. And that's a week rental. That's yeah. a weekly rental. Yep. Nationwide in the United States, the most affordable car rental company is Enterprise. And this is reported by nerdwallet.com. Studies show that over a third of car renters test drive for their future purchase. So when renting a car, you can kill two birds with one stone. First, you have a vehicle that provides you transportation for your vacation. And secondly, you can spend time behind the wheel of a maker model of a car that you think you're interested in purchasing in your future. Yep. So there you go. There's our 10 car rental tips that could save you time, money, and stress on your next vacation. But we have more, many, many more. So if you want to see what else you can think about, head over to our website, theplaceswherewego.com, and check out our blog post on car rental hacks. We'll leave a link to that in the show note description. In addition to the 10 tips that we shared on this show, on the blog post, we also get into choosing a rental car company, car insurance, selecting a car, leveraging membership organizations, and many, many more useful tips. If you'd like a downloadable copy of all our car rental tips, you can get it for free. There's a link in the show notes, so check that out and get your free 
car rental tips guide from the places where we go. We hope this podcast episode has helped provide you with some valuable tips for renting a car. There is much to consider when renting a car. Even this part of travel can cause stress. Doing your homework in advance can earn you rewards, help you find good deals, and minimize unwelcome surprises. If you have additional tips for renting cars when traveling, drop us a line at comments at theplaceswherewego.com and we will share those with our audience. If you're not subscribing to us yet, take a minute to subscribe in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite source for podcasts and catch our future episodes. You can also subscribe to our travel stories and information on our website, theplaceswherewego.com, and it's also where you can subscribe to our newsletter for weekly travel news highlights curated for you by us. Join us on our next episode as we bring you stories from our travel adventures. Thanks for joining us on our podcast. Until next time, happy travels, and we hope to see you at the places where we go. If you have any comments or information to share with us about travel, you can write to us at comments at theplaceswherewego.com. You can also follow us on social media. We're on Instagram as The Places Where We Go. You can find us on Twitter as The Places Where One, the number one. And you can watch our travel adventures on YouTube, where our channel name is The Places Where We Go. Thanks for joining us, and we hope to see you at The Places Where We Go. See you next time. Bye now.